Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, managing editor at Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com. No new episode of Listen, Your Boy, this week. We're going to give you all the best of. Unfortunately, we had a bit of a scheduling conflict that prevented us from filming a new show. And I've spoken on the air about how I want to keep these in sequential order as we build up to the List and Your Boy 100 on November 28th. I have a lot of cool surprises planned for that. So make sure you guys check it out. I'm checking out uh, YouTube's premiere feature for the first time on this video. So the live chat will be open. Leave your comments below. Tell us what you want to see at Listen Your Boy 100. And enjoy some of the best of List and Your Boy. It's the List and Your Boy with Jimmy Van and Sean Ross Sapp. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go, go. Go, go, Iceman, you know I'm not playing, never take a show what the turtles are saying, Ninja, Ninja, Rap, Ninja, Ninja, With your friggin' Whalen What's Jennings. up, you guys? It's the right. List and your boy with Sean Ross Sapp, live from the sewers of Manhattan. Your Repo Man? Bunga, Jimmy! I look more like the oh. Repo Man right now, though. You, uh, I gotta say, you come on the air. So this, this, this little bastard comes on the air, looking like Waylon Jennings with that, with that hair. He's got a side profile shot. I said to him, "Dude, why am I looking at the side of your face?" He said, "Oh, I'll fix it before we go on the air." Next thing I know, he's putting on a Repo Man mask, and now you're pretending to be one of the mutant Ninja Turtles. So well, what's on I... the, what's on the shower curtain? Is, uh, is the rat on the shower curtain? It's or is just a, sewers? It's a poorly shown sewer. But I mean, I, I first off, this is a special day. Because yeah. in addition to Bruce Pritchard, I have another special guest. It is Leonardo. Oh shit! The green screen's picking up his green skin. You can see right through him. Oh, that's pretty awesome. That's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> I was supposed to take my son this morning for his circumcision. How? Yeah. Uh, it's something my wife and I want to do. We're not Jewish, but it's something we want to do. And he's uh, about two weeks old. So we're going to take him this morning. You'll never believe what happened, Sean. 
our doctor referred us to another doctor that does this kind of thing, right? There is a website we use, I don't know if you guys use it, called ratemds.com, where you can get reviews on doctors. Last night, I as go my there wife, for all my penis cutting needs. I'm sure you do, on a, on a, on a weekly, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. As, uh, as my wife was sitting on the couch next to me planning out the day today, and we're going to leave the house at this time and whatnot, I looked this guy up on uh, ratemds.com, and somebody posted a review, and they were doing it in an attempt to defend the doctor. And what they said was, and I'm not going to mention names, but what they said was, uh, even though he's been accused of causing a 22-day-old to bleed to death, I'm sure that there are other factors that haven't been reported. This is what the review said. So I Googled it, and in 2015, this doctor performed a circumcision on a 22-day-old boy, and the boy ended up bleeding to death. Uh, And the doctor was up before a board of review and whatnot. The reason that I'm not going to completely put all the blame on him is because they think maybe the parents waited too long. They think that the doctor at the hospital was not urgent enough in caring for the boy. But the fact remained, a circumcision by this doctor caused a baby to bleed to death. So what do you think happened when we saw that article, Sean? We canceled the circumcision. Do you think? Yes. We canceled it. So, Sorry, can you believe Jimmy that? Junior, you're dealing with a with a hog hood for the rest of your life, apparently. No, 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 no. we're still going to get it done. Whew. We're still going to get it done, but we're going to get it done by somebody a little bit more reputable. Yeah, you think? <laughs> than this person. Oh, man. And now, look, I realize that the whole online thing, review thing, it's not the be-all, end-all, because you and I know this. Sometimes reviews are manipulated because they're paid to write good ones. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people people are hateful and they, they write shit because they just feel like it. But you want some kind of gauge, right? Well, hey, it's, a, want- good, it's a good damn thing that you, you followed up. Absolutely. Such. Oh, I always do. I always do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we canceled immediately. Can you believe that? That, that? that this kid bled to death after getting circumcised by that doctor? So, thought I'd tell that story. Isn't that something? Gets deep on the list in your boy. Mm-hmm. Jeez. And well, you know what they thing- say, the first cut is the deepest. And if they decide we're going to do it in Ontario, Canada again, because this is our home base, and it's the Canadian dollar, which is better for us and all that, right? I'm going to I'm going to give a little advice to Ed Nordholm. I'm going to tell him this is how you do it right. Okay? So that number 1, you're not looking like a fool paying a casting agency and then having them remove the tweets like they didn't exist. Right? Yeah. And and they they went private on their Twitter too. Right. So that's that's number 1. You don't look like a fool for that. Number 2, you don't kill morale by cutting loose everybody. Number 3, you don't go in budget 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 and then you're paying an extra potentially 5 grand or more a day. To, to a casting agency. Here's what you do. So there's a major highway, Sean, in Canada called the 401, right? Mm-hmm. And it runs through the province of Ontario, east to west, okay? On the east side is where Ottawa is, right? Along the yes. 401. Toronto is kind of sort of central. Uh, and then west of Toronto are some big towns you might have heard of, like Hamilton and Burlington and London, Ontario, right? So here's what you do. The first thing you do if you're Ed Nordholm or whoever the hell's handling this Fred Nordholm, first thing you do is you look at what towns along the 401 in Ontario does WWE hit with regularity. That's number one, okay? Number two, yes. what, what towns along that, along that highway have their own local television and their own local radio so that they'll plug your show and maybe you can bring a guy on for an interview or whatever, right? Yes. That's where I would start. 
And there's a whole bunch of them, Sean. There's Ottawa, there's Kingston, there's Peterborough, there's Oshawa, there's Hamilton, there's Burlington, there's London, there's Kitchener. All these towns are on the WWE map. All of these towns are only within, Nigel, you know, an hour's drive from one to the next. Yeah, pretty much. They're not that far apart, right? And all these towns... I dog sleds everywhere up there. Okay, you've been here now, so you can't be ignorant anymore, Sean. Because <laughs> you've been here yeah, now. I've been to Ottawa. Well, okay, fine. You'll it's not, fly me up for your kid's birthday party? It's You're not... at the Aberdeen Pavilion? Admittedly, it's not <laughs> Toronto. You know what? My rental, my rental probably wasn't too far off from whatever deal they got. Yeah. I bet you... I bet you. Well, before the casting call. Before the casting call. So here's what you do. Here's what you do. Because these towns are not Toronto, your costs are not going to be that much greater than they would be as they are in Ottawa. Right? And Nigel, you can attest for this. If you're getting a hotel in Peterborough, if you're getting a hotel in Hamilton, it's no different than Ottawa, really. No, right? not really. It's, it's minimal. Right, I only stay in five star hotels when I'm in. Yes, Ontario. yes, yes. You're very fortunate. <laughs> you're very fortunate. Now, I don't know what they do for production. Like, have you heard about what are they doing for production in Ottawa? Are they using a local production crew from Ottawa? Are they using Demora's people from Windsor? Have you heard about that? I have not, but I can I can ask that. I did ask a few things, and there are a couple guys that are okay. So rooming together and things yeah. like that. There are some people that have their own rooms. Some people that just. Went and bought their own. So. Yep, yep. Okay, well, I'm sure that they could very easily get a road crew, like a production crew, that would either do the whole week with them, or you get one for the east side from a crew in Ottawa, you get one on the west side from a, from a crew in Toronto, whatever. It's very easy to do, right? I even went so far as to look up rental car costs, Sean. You can, get yeah. a, you can get a decent SUV through Enterprise for $80 Canadian a day. Wow. Almost the price of the casting call getting an ass in the seat for one night, right? Yeah. So this is what you do, Mr. Ed Nordholm, if you decide that you want oh, to do oh, a thing again. It's not like you can only put one guy in that SUV. Exactly, right? You can put four or five in there, send them to exactly. the town every Exactly, day. exactly. So this is what you do, Mr. Ed Nordholm. This is what you do. You start your week in Ottawa, just like you did, right? You fly everybody into Ottawa. You do a show in Ottawa. Then you work your way west. Whether you're doing Kingston, whether you're doing Peterborough, whether you're doing Oshawa, whether you're doing Hamilton, London, Kitchener, all these towns that WWE hits, all these towns that have TV, all these towns that are big enough that you're going to be able to find a venue with a thousand capacity and you're probably going to be able to get at least a few hundred a night paid in these places, right? At the end of the week, you fly them home from Toronto. Your costs are going to be about the same as what they were. You're going to have better crowds. You're going to have different venues. You're going to have higher morale. And I honestly believe, Sean, that, again, the reason that they picked Ottawa for the whole week, aside from the fact that they were looking at budgets, they picked Ottawa for the whole week because they were lazy. They picked Ottawa for the whole week because it was a lot less effort to pick one venue and one hotel and book the whole week out as opposed to having to locate six different venues and six different hotels and all that. That's why they picked Ottawa. They were lazy. They didn't want to put in the effort. They didn't want to put in the work. And now they're they're left in the situation that they're in. So if you want to go back and do it again, do it right. That's how you do it. You're welcome. I should send you a bill, but I'm not going to do it. But I just don't fuck it up. Now, what I was curious, how long you've been waiting to try to, you know, subtly suggest facials on the Listen Your Boy podcast? Like, how long have you been trying to sneak that in there like that? Did you mute yourself? Oh, he's just bullshitting. I will hurt you. Did you screw something up, Melissa? I haven't even touched it yet. Did you actually? Is he screwing up? I think he got so excited about the Bluetooth promo that something happened and he knocked out the mic. 
All right, let's move on because he might be full of shit. So let's move on. I want to talk about... <laughs> you know, our audio-only listeners right now, Sean, can't see anything that you're doing. I don't know if he's full of shit, Melissa. Let's move on. I want to talk about the time off cycle thing again. And we've talked... No, I can't hear you. All right. Did you do something, Melissa? I didn't even click it. You sure? Yeah. Oh, what the heck, Sean? I think Melissa did something. She did something. I will always blame Wirecast. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. I have no idea what she just said. Let's do this. Air the second clip. This last one is for the SRS file, and uh, this was reported Ready? by this was reported by CBS4 Denver on June 20th. We have a video that we're going to play, uh, but there's audio to the video. Uh, so let me set it up first, Nigel, and then I'll, I'll I'll throw it over to you. Sounds good. So there's a girl that calls herself Lynn Liu on Facebook, and she posted a video that has gone viral, and it's showing her secret to better skin and better health. All right. Uh, I think that's a good place for me to, uh, to, to throw it to the clip. Put the clip up, Nigel. Sure. Holy <laughs> fuck! Why did you put that on the air? Why would you do that? Is that on YouTube? Uh, it was on Facebook. Facebook video. Facebook lets you do anything. <laughs> oh, we're getting kicked off. Why do we could have just we could have just explained it, Jimmy? Oh no, it wasn't the same reaction. Look, look at the reaction I got out of you. <laughs> no, look at the reaction I just got. I was saying to Nigel while that was playing because for you guys listening to this, when the video plays, I can't see the video, I can only see Sean and Sean's reaction. I said to Nigel, please tell me we're recording Sean. Please tell me we're recording Sean. Goddamn thing we started streaming on Periscope. We're getting kicked the fuck off of YouTube right No, we now. won't. No, we won't. So to our <laughs> to our audio-only listeners that didn't get to see that, that was this girl that goes by the name of Lynn Liu. She was out uh, with her dog. <laughs> she was out with her dog, uh, had her dog pee into a cup, and then she down. They don't need to know. No, the, the audio people got to know. She had her dog pee into a cup. She drank the entire cup of, of dog pee, and she said that... <laughs> She said she was depressed and had bad acne and dog urine contains, this is according to her, dog urine contains vitamin A and E. And here's the most intelligent thing she says. It's also proven to help cure cancer, she says. Is it necessary for me to drink my dog's urine? No. But I'd do it anyway because it's sterile and I like the taste. <laughs> Truer words were never spoken, I guess. Man, I don't like to make fun of how people look because they can't help it. But when she turned around and she looked in the camera, I was like, yeah, you look like you drink dog pee. Maybe it's because I just fucking watched her do it. <sighs> but yep. man. Yep. Now, she's obviously a young girl and probably very impressionable. And, you know, I saw on her Facebook, she posts videos talking to her haters and all that crap. But that doesn't take away from the fact that on camera, she drank a cup of her dog's probably still very warm or even hot dog urine. And where is she, where is she from? Somewhere in the U.S. I don't know. Uh, it was reported by CBS for Denver. But she that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean she's from Denver. 
If she's from Denver and that's what she's doing to feel good, I don't know. I can if tell she's from you. I can tell you. Contrary to what you may believe, Jimmy, when I pitched the idea to go to Denver for my vacation this week, I didn't have drinking dog pee on my mind. I maybe, understand. Maybe a little something else. Hot dog. By the way, Sean, uh, they announced that it's going legal here October. And no, I'm not talking about dr- drinking dog piss is going legal in October. <laughs> it's not what I mean. Got to be nice to you for at least another year. Jesus. Oh, in order to come back next year? Is that your thinking? Uh, <laughs> there you go. So that's got to be one of the better stupid people things we've ever done because your reaction was gold. That's... It was gold. He's still, he's still like, reeling from it. Reeling? Yeah, that's a good word. I'm going to be honest. That fucked me up, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I have been sufficiently humbled. This is going in the clip channel, Sean. How, how do this. you get Sean to not talk about a raise? You figured it out. <laughs> That's a subject changer right there. I can see it now. You, you talked, you've mentioned that I will be visiting your home on my Toronto vacation. You're going to have that shit queued up in your theater. I might. Just bam. You know something, Never Sean? Get the control I have over you, Sean Ross Sapp. The way my TVs are synced, Sean, I can play the same clip on every TV at the same time. I'll play that on every TV when you walk in, Sean. <laughs> You're going to be like Shredder in the goddamn tech world. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot believe it. Somebody asked, what did I just drink? It's Diet Sapp. <laughs> I. And he's got like 16 cats. You know, here's the thing. Ugh. Like, I try real hard to establish myself as a legitimate journalist, but on the podcasts, you gotta be a little more entertaining. Yeah, this you one's for fun. Be stoic and that one took a lot out of me. I'm gonna need this break. Haven't haven't we said, Sean, that this is this is the most unique wrestling podcast in existence? I would say so. Yes, and it's for reasons like this. Yeah. I would agree. People have lives outside of wrestling, so we 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 hit both with this podcast. As man. we saw, some people don't. Some people don't. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sap live from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Are you kidding, Jimmy? Are you can, kidding me? Can you believe it? <laughs> Miracles really? do exist. I'm here. Yeah. I got here. Contrary to you not wanting me to be here right uh-huh. next to you. This is your surprise. What, what could be more of a surprise? I took <laughs> that money uh-huh. that, that you gave me. Yeah. That you, you, you touted the raise that you gave me. <laughs> and I put it towards a plane ticket and I flew myself here. I think I'm going to stay all week. I'm going to go to the, the Jays-Reds game next week. I, I'm, uh-huh. I'll be here for the birth of your child, Jimmy. Is this this is kind of like the Wayne's World thing? I, I, where guess the, you uh, call me, I guess you can call me the godfather. I'll be there. Will you be? For the birth, yes. And somehow we're sitting in the exact same spot, and and yet we're not uh, we're not sitting on top of each other. What are That's... you talking about? You're right. You're right here next to me. <laughs> okay, so you got to explain to the audio listeners about the silliness that you're doing. To the audio listeners, anything they don't deserve no? it. Don't you got deserve... a green? You actually got a green screen? A green screen? This is not a green screen. It's not a green screen. Jimmy, here's my passport. I'm I'm there. <laughs> Look, it's. <laughs> it's it's my passport. Yeah. Can I see the I flew my chair too. Can I <laughs> 
Can I see the Canadian stamp on that passport? No. Show it to me? No? Don't I can't be see nosy. That? Mind your oh. own business. Okay. Okay. Kudos to you for uh, for going the extra mile. You actually got a green screen. Going the extra mile? I went hundreds. <laughs> how long are you going to keep this charade going? Like, how long? You want me to go another 10 minutes I doing this? I didn't fly all the way to Toronto to play charades, Jimmy. Did Jimmy! You Did you show up late? Jimmy! What are you doing? I am here at a Toronto medical facility. How long did we have dead air while you were off doing that? Zero. I'm here at a Toronto medical facility, Jimmy. Your wife is giving birth and you're not here. Why are you all wet? I ran. I ran. <laughs> I put my suit jacket on. Ventura's here. Zoro's here. Nigel's really? here. Melissa. Lindsay, really? We're all here. You know what? I need to talk to Lindsay for a minute. Would you mind uh, putting her on camera for me? Uh, no, she's she can't, <laughs> she didn't sign a release. Sorry. <laughs> Hold on, Jimmy, okay. why, why? How am I here and you're not here? I'm just now seeing the image because our thing is on tape delay. So I'm I'm just now seeing the image. You're really going the extra mile today, man. I, I, I ran this... at least three of them. Where'd the suit jacket come from all of a sudden? I had it. I, you think I'm going to the Sky Dome dressed as a scoundrel? You think I'm going to be in town for the birth of your child dressed like a hobo? I may look like one because I had to run. Physically but your t-shirt's the same. All you did is throw a jacket over top of it. You have got to get with the style today, Jimmy. <laughs> Biz cash, my friend. You think I'm going to show up there in a vest? <laughs> Good for you, man. Good for you. You're creative. Good for you. Congratulations. You're creative. Thank you. Thank you. Let's get into it, Sean. So first we have to set this up for people that might not be familiar, even though I think almost everybody is familiar. So there's a gentleman by the name of Jim Cornette. And there's another gentleman by the name of Vince Russo. Jim Cornette uh, was a very well-known wrestling manager. Uh, in the 1980s, he managed the Midnight Express. Very well-known. Come on, 90s, every, everybody watching this knows who Jim Cornette is. I, yeah, but I like to set it up for the casuals because, like, my wife doesn't really know. She knows a little, but not a lot, right? I like okay, to set it up for, for the sure. casual, Sean. All right, be patient. Don't take 10 minutes doing it, Jimmy. I do it in 30 seconds. Relax. I doubt it. I doubt Where's your it. Monster Energy drink? Take a sip of your Monster Energy drink. All right, that'll calm you down. Good, good, good. So anyway, in the 90s, I worked for WWE on television and behind the scenes, later on for Impact Wrestling, later on for Ring of Honor, and he had his own promotion called Smoky Mountain. And then Vince Russo, of course, was a writer for WWE, went on to WCW, went on to Impact Wrestling. Those two have had a hate on for years. Uh, and you can probably understand why, right? I mean, Cornette is kind of the old school, traditional kind of, uh, kind of mindset for wrestling. Russo was the more progressive if you want to call it that, more controversial mind. Uh, one's from the South, one's from the Northeast. I don't know if that made a difference, but that's that's just a fact. And the the, they, uh, the irony is the one from the South is the, the hardcore Democrat. The one from the North is pretty conservative. Right. Oh, the it's, irony. Cornette is without question the catalyst in, in this feud because yes. he's the one that's been the most vocal. And, and if you go on YouTube and if you do a, a search for Jim Cornette, Vince Russo, there's all kinds of like podcast clips and uh, some some uh, uh, Comic-Con type things where Cornette did a speech or whatever, where he talks a lot of shit about Vince Russo. 
And Russo has said some things about Cornette too. This came out recently again because Cornette did an episode of Table for Three for the WWE Network alongside Michael Hayes and Eric Bischoff. And Cornette went off about Russo because Eric Bischoff also doesn't care much for Vince Russo from their time together in WCW and in Impact, I guess. Uh, Bish, uh, Russo then responded to the Table for Three segment by uh, cutting a supposed apology on YouTube to Jim Cornette that wasn't really an apology because he was shitting on Jim Cornette. He swerved him. Yeah, he swerved him, yeah, but he called it an apology. So what happened was this week I said to Sean, we were talking about this whole thing and how they've gone back and forth, and I said to Sean, do you think it would draw if I could get these guys to do a debate? And Sean said, yeah, I, th I think it would. And I said, do you think they'd be interested? And uh, you and I both agreed that Russo would probably do it uh, if he was paid. He'd probably do it. Cornette was the one that we weren't so sure about. And the other thing that we didn't know is what would be his magic number? Let's say he was interested. Well, let me cut you off. I, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, sure you didn't know. The numbers that Jimmy threw out to me, now his introductory numbers – were very realistic right. for something of this. This wasn't like something that he just tossed out. He was think he was asking me, "Would you be able to go to a neutral location? Would you be able to moderate this? How would we distribute it? How would we get it out there?" Like this was a real conversation. Yeah, of, this was real. This was like not just some. Oh, we're gonna offer CM Punk a million dollars to do our right. our tournament that's gonna get right. canceled. Very, and it was a very good possibility because Jim Cornette lives in Louisville. Right now, Vince Russo lives in Indiana. I've heard somebody posted on our forum saying he might be moving back to Colorado. I don't know anything about that. So that's a very realistic thing. That's a Monday afternoon trip for me. I can do that. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. And I do know that Sean Oliver has made this offer before of kayfabe commentaries, and Cornette turned him down. But, right. you know, since then, I mean, Jim Cornette is – Vince Russo is his content by and large. And and again, I did. I mean, I didn't want to be offensive to anybody or insulting in terms of, of uh, in terms of the price. I didn't know where to start, uh, but this was legitimate. And I even said to Sean, I said, "What would be his match number? Do you think it'd be five grand? Do you think it'd be ten grand? Do you think it'd be more than ten grand?" We didn't know. The only way to know was to hit him up. And so I sent Jim Cornette an email on Monday, June twelfth. He responded to me that evening. Uh, I'm going to read my email to him, and I'm going to read his email back to me. And then uh, I can't wait to see you. So I got to tell you, Sean, when I got this email back, okay, I chuckled and smiled through it. Uh, I don't know if everybody would have chuckled and smiled if they got an email like this. And I tease you. Oh, no. I tease you about your sensitivity because you are, you are hypersensitive, right? So I tease you about your sensitivity. I don't know if you would have smiled and chuckled. If you no, got I, I probably like would this. have coming from from Jim Cornette if it, if it was what I think it was in maybe, response maybe. to this. But I thought it was funny, and uh, and I'm not offended at all. I'll say this: so, the, uh, the few times I've interacted with Jim Cornette, I've met him. And it was very nice to me in person. Right. So right. I don't know if a lot of this is persona or what, but we'll get into that. How I feel about that. How you feel about that. Let's yeah. hear it. Okay, so I'm going to read my email to him first because I want to make sure that nothing is taken out of context. So here's my sure. email to him first. And I kept it pretty short. So first I say, hi, Jim. My name is James Banner Linden. I own a wrestling slash MMA site called Fightful.com, and I do a podcast on Wednesdays under the alias Jimmy Van. That's my intro. Nice and simple, right? I don't think it's arrogant. I don't think it was pompous. It was pretty cordial. Don't you agree? I, I do. 
then I get to the to the matter. I said this rivalry with you and Vince Russo continues to pique the interest of online wrestling fans, and so I was wondering if you would consider doing a live debate with him if it was a paid booking. Not sure what the magic number would be for you. Would it be five grand? Would it be ten grand? But I'm open to it if you are. I'd bring you guys together, nothing physical, of course, just a verbal debate, and stream it. Let me know your thoughts. If this is of zero interest to you, then I understand. That was it. Right? Yeah. Again, not not pompous, not rude, right? It's cordial. Basically not how you speak to me on a daily basis. Yeah, it's not how I, I did not call him fucko. That didn't happen. It didn't <laughs> well, happen. Something tells me that he may have called you that. I didn't say Sean I didn't say Jim, how's your mother? You know, it was nothing like that. It was nice yeah. and cordial. He responded and here's what he said. He said, and there was no uh, hi, hi, Jimmy, hi, nothing like that. He said, I really was just going to delete this, but I stopped because I had to tell you what a raving fucking lunatic you must be to think that I would work with, cooperate with, or tolerate the existence of in any way that miserable fucking piece of shit for a million dollars, much less five or ten K. Not only do I have zero interest, but you have to be out of your flippin' mind to think that I will have anything to do with him unless it's standing over him with a bat bashing his fucking brains into grape jelly. Fuck you for even writing this to me. <laughs> and that was it. That was it. So he actually, he actually told me, fuck you for even writing this to me and called me a raving fucking lunatic. Now, <laughs> I... <laughs> So I, I have to say here, okay, I have never met Jim Cornette. I've never met, met Jim Cornette. We have never corresponded before. He doesn't know me, and I don't know him. Fucking and that... jelly. <laughs> Fucking jelly. So that email that I sent him that I thought was cordial and polite, that was his response, okay? That was his response. So... I guess the bad news is, and as you can see, I'm able to smile through it, and, and I'm not offended. I think it's funny. The bad news is he's not going to do the debate, Sean. This first one was reported by CTV News Edmonton on June 29th. Uh, and Melissa's got a video, and I'll ask you to put it up in a second. So a 28-year-old man and a 29-year-old woman, Sean, and you want to talk about not thinking about the benefit versus the risk in this situation? Uh, they tried to buy a soda from a convenience store in Grove, Alberta, using a stolen credit card. So they tried to use a stolen credit card to buy one can of soda. Mm. The uh, store owner knew parched. something was, wasn't up. Yeah, I guess they were parched. One can. They're going to split it between them, I Little guess. Little they know, they could have just drank dog piss and got rid of their acne all at the same and time. And vitamin A and whatever else she said, vitamin E. So yeah. the store owner suspected something, called police... Uh, and then the, the scene after that turned into something out of the Naked Gun franchise. Melissa's got the video. She's going to put it up. And you I'm gonna, can talk at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I'm going to talk over it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, And this is all surveillance footage from the store that we're putting up, and CTV News released it. The man wrestled with police, got tasered. The woman ran into the back of the store, climbed up into the vents because she wanted to escape through the ceiling, was shimmying her way you know, through the store, through the ceiling, fell through the ceiling, hit a display on the way down, got back up, the cop was there, then she finally gave up and hit the floor. <laughs> they were charged with multiple counts, including using a stolen credit card, resisting arrest, assaulting a police officer, attempting to disarm a police officer, resisting arrest from someone... <laughs> <aiming> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I just almost blacked out. I laughed so hard. Dizzy. I guess she oh. saw the moment that she fell. Oh, that's so gnarly. <laughs> Jesus. She, she didn't sell it either. No, no. Fail videos of the women who are like dancing in the street and like a car runs into them and they get up and they start dancing again. <laughs> that's her. Only she's a criminal. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she did not sell it at all. She was she popped right back up. For sure. Ooh, no psychology in this robbery at all. No psychology. No. And she took a hell of a bump shot. <clears throat> Damn. And all this because they wanted to steal one can of soda from a convenience store. Probably. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Like a buck and a quarter at a convenience store. <laughs> was worth it to me. Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> I'll say this, Jimmy. You are so lucky to have me because you're just getting older and older and you're not in touch with what's hip. And what, oh, here like we I've go. Got oh, my and you are on the pulse. Oh, do you really? I am the Triple H to your Vince McMahon. Oh, that's cute. Jimmy, here's the thing. Yeah. Jimmy, here's the thing. I know what's going on, and uh, everybody else needs to know what go what's going on. Uh -huh. They need to know that when it comes to pro wrestling, Fightful has it locked down. When it comes to MMA, we have it locked down. When it comes to boxing, we have it locked down. And when it comes to crossover sports coverage, Fightful has it locked down. I can't believe you had a hand in that, Nigel. I can't believe you had a hand in that. Yeah, he asked me this morning, so. Uh, you might be due for a pay cut on that one. <laughs> yeah. so, last oh. weekend, last weekend, went out to the cottage. I have a little cottage. Uh, out on the St. Lawrence River, which is in the Thousand Islands in uh, Ontario, Canada. I had been hoping that when I booked this trip, this was a boys' trip, and I had been hoping when I booked it, I could time it with your arrival. And my, oh. plan, my plan had been to have you there for a night or two. Oh, okay. As it turned out, everybody's schedules and stuff, I wasn't able to work out the timing, and so I thought, okay, I couldn't get Sean to the cottage, so maybe at the very least I can show him some photos so that he can <laughs> at least get an idea about our weekend. Is this, is this a surprise? Yeah, so put up the first photo. <laughs> Here we are on the boat. Beautiful St. Lawrence River, as you can see. Beautiful water. Put up the next one. There we are in front of my cottage. That's what crazy the cottage K. looks like. Huh? Yeah, Crazy K was with me. Crazy K was with me. So that's a shot of my cottage. I have a cottage and I have a, a bunkie, a secondary cottage. Put up the next one. That's a shot from the water line. Beautiful, as you can see, Sean. Beautiful, beautiful St. Lawrence River. That's going on with the next one. Why were you wearing the same hats? Uh, it just worked out that way. It was unplanned that we had the same hat. We'll all play some two-one-two pickup basketball. Uh, we did not, but let me tell you this, Sean. I figured because I couldn't bring Sean Ross Sapp to the cottage, I would at least try an alternative. Put up the next photo, Melissa. Boy. There we go. <laughs> I was able to make sure Sean Ross Sapp had a presence presence on the St. Lawrence River, Gananoque. Go over the next one. Beautiful. 
There's Sean Rossap in front of the cottage, times five. Look at that, Sean. <laughs> Let's put up the last one. All right, and there he is in front of the water line. Beautiful. So there you go. It was a great weekend. Sean had a presence at the cottage. Kudos to you, man. It was a great time. <laughs> he hates you so much right now. You're really proud of this, aren't you? <laughs> hey, so here's the thing. That took right. some effort and planning. My wife watches the show. Yeah. She's like, what is, what is this surprise? What is the surprise? <laughs> and I was like, well, they range from cardboard cutouts to trips to Toronto, so I don't know. I d you're asking me, like, I, I don't know. I I managed to investigate and find out the Virgil one before it happened. Yes, you did. And since then, you've made sure that the threat of people's livelihoods <laughs> that it doesn't leak. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I like that Luke was clearly wearing sunglasses over the mask. Yes, and that was done intentionally as well. Yeah. So theoretically now, you have been on the St. Lawrence River in the Thousand Islands in Ontario, Canada, theoretically. So congratulations. <laughs> You've made it. Well, you know, You've it, made it, it, yeah. to squeeze everything in to just four days. So fortunately, I was able to go there remotely. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. And you had a great time, and you did a lot, Sean. Did I should have I? I should have taken some on the jet ski that we did. I should have taken yeah. some. I should have taken some of Sean Rossap at this Italian restaurant on the mainland. I should have done that. Oh man, I had some Canadian pancakes this morning. Okay, explain what Canadian, Canadian pancakes. Yeah, what are Canadian yeah. pancakes? Um, okay, Maple so is pretty universal on pancakes. First off, first off, says the girl who was bitching about how sweet sweet tea was in the South. Are you kidding? They put they, they put a lot of sugar in in the South. Well, sugar. they put an awful lot of sugar in pancakes up here in the north. That's there's, a dessert. It's supposed to be sweet. There's no sugar in the it's actual It's a breakfast pancake. where we're from. No, but they don't put any sugar in the actual pancake. They put some in there today. They might put... At the Ritz-Carlton, Toronto. Powdered sugar on top, maybe? On top, and yeah, I had some fruit on top. They were really small. They were they were tiny. So they're medallion pancakes. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Okay, and, yeah. They, were, and they were free. I mean... To me? Yeah. Not to you. So stop bitching about the free pancakes. I wasn't bitching. <laughs> I'm just saying. The free Canadian pancakes, and yeah. he's bitching. I would have liked... Too much sugar in the free pancakes. Free Canadian waffles <laughs> a, hell, a hell of a lot more. This last one, Sean. Have you ever heard of prostate-itis? I have now. <laughs> it's what Shane McMahon had, right? Uh, not quite. Diverticulitis is what he Close. had. Nigel, you ever heard of prostate-itis? Uh, no, I mean, so apparently, apparently it causes an itch and the itch is, um, up kind of in the, what do they call What do they call the area again between your ass and your balls? The asshole. Oh, the taint. The taint. Yeah. So apparently the itch is somewhere around that area, right? So it was reported by AsiaOne.com and by the Asia News Network on April 9th that a man from China who had prostateitis and he had this itch that he just could not get rid of. He decided to take a phone charging cable. It was a three foot long phone charging cable <laughs> and he shoved it up his dick. <laughs> um, um, so he, what? so he shoved it up there. He was able to scratch the itch because he got it up there far enough. He was able to scratch the itch. 
Then when he was pulling it back out, Sean, there was a tangle in the in the cord somewhere around his bladder. And so when he was pulling it out, he caused an internal hemorrhage in himself. And he started to bleed, and he had to call uh, whatever the Chinese equivalent of 911 is, and he got rushed to the hospital. And apparently he will make a recovery. Let's break down the anatomy of a phone charger. Yep. I have one right here. Now, I don't know if he had necessarily an end on it like that. He might have cut it off, or who knows. Okay, even then, mine's braided. This is practically fabric. I mean, they have other ones that are different. Like, if you look at, <laughs> if you look at my... This is common in phone chargers, this yeah, material. They're, they're thick. They're thicker than that. Just wheeling and dealing on the streets in their Chevy Cruze. Sean, let me tell you something, man. This last one for the Sean Ross Sap file this week. I'm ready. This was reported everywhere because it went viral on May 16. And as a matter of fact, I, I mentioned it at the end of our show last week because it came out around that time. No less than a dozen People have contacted me about it. So not only did I have people on Twitter hit me up, I got some emails. My brother-in-law sent me a text message. Hey, did you hear about this one? I think I had all in around 20 messages from different people wanting to include this in Stupid People this week. It is by far the most requested Stupid People news story ever Ever. I've ever had. And uh, it has to do with my beloved Tim Hortons right here, which is probably why they sent it to us. So. (laughs) I'm getting that coupon book just for referencing this. A woman in Langley, British Columbia, and Nigel's going to have a video clip in a second. Uh, If there's no audio, maybe you can put it up while I'm talking, Nigel. A woman in Langley, British Columbia, could be facing charges after she got into a confrontation with staff at a Tim Hortons coffee shop for non-Canadians, then pulled her pants down, took a shit on the floor, picked it up with a napkin, threw it at the staff, took another napkin, wiped her butt with it, threw that at the staff too, and then ran out. Apparently, she was pissed off because the staff denied her access to the guest bathroom, and apparently they denied her that based on past behavior, and uh, so that's how she decided to handle it. There was surveillance footage of it, and it went viral everywhere across Live Leak and YouTube. She uh, handled it all right. Oh, she handled it, and it was a. She really had to go, ah. Sean. Yeah, we're not doing. The, we're doing the uncensored version. I see. Oh, absolutely. I was looking for the uncensored version. Yeah. Yeah, we're not. Okay. Yeah. Guys. Hey, it was on YouTube, M- Melissa. So whatever. So that's how she handled Definitely it. Definitely thought my ass would be the first one to eventually get shown on this program, but hey, <laughs> glad that wasn't the case. Uh, this... You want to be the next one, Sean? Sir, that is sexual harassment, and I don't have to take that. You just so you said. Know. You just, just so said. You know, it doesn't matter. You know that what? was a proposition. Sean, take it up with HR, bud. Well, listen, <laughs> you give me an extra day off, the week you start paying for my hotel and my rental car and we'll see what happens. But okay. So obviously I had heard about this before I watched the video. Yeah. I've got probably eight of those 10 to 12 submissions before I even watched it. I knew what was coming. I saw what, I mean, I was aware of the situation. I knew how it was going to unfold. I wasn't prepared for the video. Despite that. I, I truly wasn't ready from it. Or ready for it. I just, I'm baffled. I'm a little stammered right now. Really? She she went above and beyond, man. Like I don't know what that says about me, uh, Nigel and Melissa, but I didn't flinch at all. 
Did bother didn't me one day. because my eyes were glued to the screen for uh, better or for worse. I mean, uh, you've seen worse things in your own bathroom. I think it's because of my kids. Yeah, yeah I've definitely true. seen worse. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but I mean, like, she shit. She picked it up and she said, <laughs> she, she evaluated the situation. She said, she shook off the catcher even. She's like, no, not the curveball. <laughs> I'm bringing the heater. Yep. Then she she was like, "All right, let me wipe." I'm a lady. Then she's like, "All right, now you get the curve, because this one's gonna have some break to it." And the napkins went there. Meanwhile, the people are just standing there, like like the other people, just watching. Like, is this going on? Because mm. they can't see her in the act of shitting. Yeah, she over the little the wall bear. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I kind of wonder, too, because you know how people are pretty fucked this day and age. I wonder if the Tim's employee, if he decided to put that shit-filled napkin on eBay, if he'd have a buyer for that. Well, I think they have a, a rule against, like, bodily fluids and stuff like that. Oh, do like they that. really? They probably. Okay, so they then, he, then he puts it inside, like, a locket, and he sells the shit locket on eBay. He calls it the Tim Horton shit locket. Because people will buy anything, man. People are fucked up. You remember the Sasha Banks hair that was in the T-shirt? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, what did it go for? Was it like a thousand bucks or something, or hundred bucks? A viewer says, "You guys love your dick shits," and now comes, and then Pat Fannin said, "You need commas." <laughs> yes, commas go a long way in this situation. All right, well we're uh, gonna, we're gonna try to get back to wrestling after that. Why? Uh, I don't know. I mean that that Tim's one is hard to beat. And we've her, known about, we've known about it for a her week. a billion dollars over five years. I'll watch. I'll watch that out of morbid curiosity every week. For how long, Sean? Would you watch it on a loop? Five years, yeah. For five years, you'd watch that every, every Friday, Friday night from eight to ten p.m. I mean, have you watched Raw lately? I practically do. I fair. That's fair. Yeah, so moving like, on. Right. What do you think of the situation with MLW and WWE? So I actually reached out to Court Bauer. A little backstory on this guy's WWE reached out to MLW talent because MLW now has TV on BN Sports. And no matter the size, small or large, apparently, if you get on TV, mm -hmm. WWE gets pissing their Cheerios and they're like, ah, shit, <laughs> let's, let's get everybody. Let's prevent. <laughs> Unless they smoke weed, then we won't hire them. It's basically so the hire. 80s all over again. That's what it is. It's so weird. So they contacted some MLW talent, and Court Bauer, the owner of MLW, was actually there while they did it. In New Orleans. And he, yeah, in New Orleans. And, and what was Court Bauer's job back in the day? He was a writer for WWE. Exactly. Exactly. And he told them, hey, these guys are under contract, as did the people under contract, and the effort was still made on WWE's behalf to do it. So Court Bauer told me in the exclusive story we reported on Fightful.com that – he has notified them via the proper channels to kind of cut the shit out. So I think if I learned anything through the Mike Awesome situation, and anybody that wasn't a, a fan of wrestling then, and actually Nigel and Melissa, both of them. So back in the day, there was three major promotions, WWE, WCW, and ECW. Those were the big three in the U.S. The champion of ECW was a guy by the name of Mike Awesome. He was under contract to ECW. While he was under contract to ECW, he showed up on television with WCW. Uh, and WCW's mentality was, well, we're owned by Time Warner at the time. And ECW was low on money, and fuck them. That was more or less the mentality. And so they ended up cutting a deal uh, by which Mike Awesome had to go back to ECW to drop the title on television. 
And ECW tried to outsmart WCW by actually partnering up with WWE and getting a WWE talent to win the title for Mike Awesome. Sure. Uh, which was Taz, of course. The reason I'm bringing this up is because... Because Shane Strickland's going to show up on Raw with the MLW title. Right, right, right. No, the reason I'm bringing it up is because if WWE wants an MLW talent bad enough, they're going to get them. And that's, a, that, that's just how it is. I mean, and eventually... No, they'll get them whenever they want them. If, if, if there's a guy... Who gives a shit, Sean? What's MLW going to do? going to buy him out? Yeah, they could buy him out. But other than that, they're contractually obligated. Okay, so what? So what? M- ML- MLW, Sean... In terms of finances, all right? And, I, and I'm just t- giving you the corporate truth about things because this is the corporate truth. MLW, in terms of finances, all right, is basically this cup of water right here. Contracts you are pretty this? black and white. WWE does not like to do have anything to do no, with contract tampering. My, here's my point. My point is if WWE chooses to do things the right way, which they probably will, because it's not like MLW's got Brock Lesnar under contract, right? So unless if WWE chooses to do things the right way, which they probably will, nothing's going to happen. Right. If WWE decides we really want that guy, they're going to get that guy. And contracts that, are pretty black and white, man. They they have okay. never been interested in contract with, tampering. With all due respect, Sean, don't be a moron, okay? Because I'm going to tell you one more time, they're probably when gonna do when has right WWE way. ever been interested in contract tampering? No, this, this is not contract tampering. They, they they yeah, it is. No. If they are under contract for multiple years, as reported, Sean, you're not the, you're not this fucking stupid. All right? This is not contract How tampering. How is that not fucking contract tampering? Okay, if you'll stop yelling, I'll explain it to you, you idiot, all right? This is not contract tampering. What this would be is this would be Vincent Mann telling Court Bauer, I want that guy. I'm taking that guy. Here's a check. Shut the fuck up. So and I'm taking out, him. Just like I said yeah. 12 weeks ago. A uh, buyout. Not a buyout. It wouldn't be a buyout. That, that, is exact, that is the definition of a buyout. No, it's not. That is a buyout of a contract. No. Yes, it is. No. That is literally the definition. No, because I, I guarantee you that these MLW guys, Sean, they're being probably paid per taping. All right. These contracts do not have an annual value to them. They're probably being paid per taping. Right. So there is no annual value to these contracts, Sean. There isn't. They're probably being paid per taping. That is literally what I just said. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yes. No, this is not like the NHL, Sean, where somebody signs for $8 million a year over 10 years, $80 million, right? That's not what this is. Buying MLW contract is still a buyout. No, they're not. They wouldn't be buying the contract. That's... They wouldn't be because it's completely different. In WWE, you're paid a, a certain value for a certain period of time. MLW, it's probably a per diem per taping. Probably. It's not probably. the same thing. You don't know. Oh, it's not the same thing, Sean. Probably. No. So you don't know. It's so not the calling, same thing. Just calling the guy that's been talking to Court Bauer a fucking idiot, you know, reporting shit for your site. That's just no, just, I'm not calling him an idiot. I'm uh, not calling uh, him an idiot. What I'm no, saying... you're calling me an idiot. Well, I did because sometimes you talk when you don't necessarily understand everything, Sean. Oh, oh. Sometimes, so guy, so sometimes I want to educate you, Sean. hasn't been reading up on the contract situation, hasn't been talking to MLW, hasn't been following the news of the situation. So what is the MLW contract situation? I told you the situation. They extended information to WWE saying, piss off contacting our contracted I understand. I'm I'm saying, how were the contracts structured in MLW, Sean? I don't know. Why don't you tell me? But you you just said you do. You just said you do. I... I said I've been talking to Court Bauer. When's the last time you talked to anybody from MLW? I don't need to talk to anybody from MLW. No, you can assume it and call your managing editor an idiot on the air instead. <laughs> I, don't, you, I, I mean, I'm not calling you... Instead of letting me 
do my fucking job. I'm not calling you an idiot in general terms you today. Did. Not today. After I extended to you, after I said to you, WWE could very well offer a buyout of the contract, offer them some form of money to say, okay, yeah, maybe that guy's not worth it, and we'll take the buyout instead. Of course they could. Yeah, but like I don't consider. I don't consider. Looked at people to do that on Fightful and say, "Hey, maybe if you don't want to do this anymore, we can buy you out of that." That shit happens all the time. Fine, I guess it's semantics. I don't consider it a buyout. It is the, it's the same thing. I don't consider it a buyout because they're probably paid per diem for a certain number of tapings, and it would be it would be WWE. Honestly, it'd be them giving Court Bauer like cash in a briefcase kind of thing. The talent yeah, completely much. separate. Well, I mean, but then the talent would then get a WWE contract. Exactly. Exactly. But, I mean, the thing is, they can't just walk in there willy-nilly. If, if for some reason, a talent doesn't want to go to WWE, I don't know their motivations. But just because they're working for MLW doesn't mean their ultimate goal is to go to WWE. For some, it might. The majority probably is. But, like, Are there any that wouldn't want to go to they WWE? They, Shane Strickland can't. He's working for Lucha Underground. So they can't walk in there and say, we want Shane Strickland and Pentagon. They're under contracts elsewhere. Yeah, they have more money, too, right? I'm sure they do, but I mean, yeah. there are a lot of people on that roster that that doesn't that doesn't work for. Like they can't just do that. MLW had to stop using Matt Riddle because he's under a WWN deal. Hmm. Like there there are a lot of people on this roster that just handing MLW or Court Bauer a check just would not work for. Yeah, because of other contracts that they have. Sure. What I'm or saying, their, what, all, their, all I meant was... Their needs, their desires, any of that stuff. Sure. All I meant was if there's a guy WWE really wanted that wanted to go to WWE, a contract wouldn't stop it. Well, not if they went to MLW and said, here's some money. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, because WWE's not contacting those people anymore for a reason. Right, sure, sure. Because they were told to piss off because contracts matter. If they didn't have a contract, WWE would have said... Uh, tough shit we're signing them anyway sure but my like point my point was even with the contract if they wanted them bad enough they'd find a way to get them maybe they would your door just opened again by itself maybe well my door's a fucking idiot that doesn't know how to do its job and doesn't understand mlw like contract when, we won't worry about that when wcw wanted mike awesome right oh when they wanted mike awesome they took him they had to give ECW money out of the deal and they had to agree to have him go there to drop the title. But ultimately, they wanted about enough, and they paid for it. WWE would do the same thing. That was 18 years ago. Yeah, so? That was a long time ago. So does that mean that contracts have changed in 18 years? It's, it's pretty widely known that most of the ECW stuff was verbal. Like handshake deals, stuff no, like that. No, by then he had a contract because there was TV involved. He had a contract. There were a lot of people on TV back then under handshake deals. A ton he, of was, he was not. He had a contract. Well, maybe you can talk to Mike Awesome about that one. Okay, now that's mean. That's mean. So just so you guys know, Mike Awesome has passed away. Oh. See? Nigel thought that was mean too. No, Nigel said, oh, don't speak for Nigel. You didn't see this, Sean? <laughs> Nigel was looking at a picture of you, and he gave the picture the finger. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. We need to talk about more subjects like this. Like what? I don't know. We lost viewers probably because you're rude. No, I was just that trying to. Be the most engaged live chat. I was I was just trying to explain the corporate underground to you, Sean. That's all I was trying to do. I was the trying to explain the corporate underground. underground. Yes, it's a company that's got two billion dollars. Yeah. Worth of 
TV deals. Of course they can afford anyone they want. Of course. And of course they would Contracts take anyone they want. Change. If AJ Styles, they had a lot of money in 2001 too. You know what the thing was? AJ Styles didn't want to move his wife away from her college. You never know what's going to motivate somebody. I mean, he also was offered developmental though. That's right. That's he a was. big difference. But uh, Kenny Omega, haven't they tried to sign him? He, had he was, a standing he, he offer. was in developmental, wasn't he? And he left of yeah. his own volition. Yeah, and yeah. he has a standing offer to appear, or basically to go there whenever he wants. Yeah. They tried to get Bad Luck Fale. They tried to get Tama Tonga. And they said, nope. Doesn't always work like that. No, sure it doesn't. All I'm saying is an MLW contract. So right. Fightfulselect.com. He really isn't. He really isn't. Extended coming up next. Jimmy, what do you have going on this week? So tomorrow we're having a team event. And it's going to be something very interesting. And there's been a little bit of controversy in the company because some people, because they're, they don't know what it is or they don't understand it, they almost don't want to Watch do it. Show. Oh, you all are going to talk about MLW contracts. Some people don't understand it, huh? You're really bothered by this. He's really bothered by this. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I, you know what, Sean? I apologize that I had to you know, tell you about the corporate underground and how MLW contracts don't mean shit in that regard. Hey, I apologize. I apologize. I had to make you feel like you didn't know anything because you don't. Oh, no, I definitely do. I definitely do. For sure. <laughs> this is why, in this case, Vince McMahon, Court Bauer. There you go. Let's talk about Mixed Match Challenge. So uh, I want to ask you this. So now it's like, what, three weeks in, I think? Yeah. Three or you, four weeks. You hated the concept. You shit all I over did, the I concept. I didn't hate the yes, concept. Yes, you did. Mixed Match Madness. Is a dumbass idea. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You said it's trash. You said it's trash, and I don't care. The first tag team that's going to be in the mixed match challenge: Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss. What do you think of that pairing? Who gives a shit? Yeah. Who gives a shit? I said I don't care, and I don't care. I don't give one shit about this, and if you all do. More power to you. <laughs> Said I shit all over it. WWE is in talks with Facebook uh, about producing a weekly show on a test run on Facebook Live, which is Facebook's streaming service. Um, they're also looking at potentially doing a co-branded show featuring mixed tag team matches, and they trademarked the, uh, the term WWE Mixed Match Challenge, which could be for that show. Dumb because idea. Mixed Match Madness is a dumbass idea. Okay, so you mean like, yeah, there, well, there's, yeesh. It's The List and your boy with Jimmy Van and Sean Ross. And we're live. <laughs> Good job, Nigel. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> that meme maker you hired is putting in overtime, right? <laughs> to be able to Photoshop all this fake this this fake stuff. I'm a victim of deep fakes, obviously. Right, deep right. Fakes. This was clearly like the Simpsons episode when they showed Homer Simpson with the clock in the background going back and forth. You know what I'm talking about? Clearly that's what this was. You know what this was? This is called tremendous research and excellent video journalism and excellent video. Yeah, what well, you hired me for, right? Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> what did you think of that, Sean? I think that, man, you've got just some incredible uh, tech guys there to be able to Photoshop all that stuff. 
They photoshopped Nigel your knows, voice, Nigel too? Knows what's, Nigel knows what's up with the deep fakes. He works for Trade Tent. I know that he knows. They By the way, Nigel followed me on Twitter today. He followed me, too. Wow. I saw that. Yeah. Nigel, do you want to get your handle out on the air? Uh, I don't even know what it is. Is oh, it, come on. Is it at N Loki or Nigel Dash Loki? I, I'm, yeah, I can look. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. So uh, I thought that was just an, an exceptional piece, and I kept it from you. We've had this for almost a week in the can, Sean. Hmm. And kept it from you, and we, we literally – so Sean isn't able to see the, the stuff live on the air. So we showed it to him literally three minutes before we went live. We sent him the video, and as soon as he was done watching the video, we started the live broadcast in order to get that out there. So, so uh, yeah, I, I do have the show up on a delay on a window. I have three monitors here. Got the Zordon set up over here. But, yeah, uh, I don't – I don't – I got to say um, – I I'm pretty pretty eloquent and well spoken <laughs> and that that clip proves it. Yes it does. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Oh, will you guys do a three-hour podcast? Uh, did you? You can hear me over the video. Why do you do that? Videos are gone. It was an accident. What video we is just, it? We just kept talking, uh, and Conrad kept digging, and I yeah, and they can't hear you, Sean. They can't hear you. It, it ended up being three hours yeah. at first. You know, we were given all the. I think we should wrap the show up for this more week. More than an hour. No. You got it. Your your podcast is guest driven. I've never had a guest. Are they? But can they see the video or can they? The audience ate it up because I'm loud because you told me to change uh, the mic. That's why I'm loud. They could listen to all week. Maybe they didn't. They didn't sit down and listen to yeah. it for three hours, although a lot do. But. They would listen to it 30 minutes on their way to work, 30 minutes on their way okay. home. And so this, you know what's fun about this is that I can then pretend uh, to repeat um, what you really didn't say. But you, you have Where are you to going? The trick for any promoter Bruce Pritchard. any product is going to be how do you reach your audience? Sean is coming back from a urination effort. Uh, I just said that you said how much you love the city of Toronto. And how much you're looking forward to coming here. And uh, that's about it. I said nothing but positive stuff. Oh, wait. I may have figured it out. Let's wait until the lag is gone and they can confirm. Oh, Melissa thinks she figured it out. Yeah, we'll see. I might have also broken it even more. Since they can't hear Sean right now. Yeah. So Sean, Sean right now just said that uh, uh, anybody listening to the show still is a moron, and I'm defending them, saying, no, you're not. You guys are sweethearts. They, they probably don't listen, are. Don't listen they to Sean. They probably are, legitimately. You're not even saying some shit I'm not saying. <laughs> if you are watching this show right now, you are just a glutton for punishment. Yeah, I need to know how this happened. It worked. You were wrong, Sean. What oh, happened? Wait, wait, at what fucking point was I wrong? Because me and you are about to have the Jimmy Van, Sean Ross sap fight right now. And what just, what worked? What worked? Are you about a to tell me, Melissa, that Mike Awesome had a huh? contract? Is that what comes up next? I got an, a feedback warning, and it said it automatically turned off audio. Uh-huh. And I was trying to figure out how to undo that. Is it undone? It is undone. <laughs> Can people hear Sean now? I think so. Is it live? was five days before Christmas and all through the net. Jimmy Van and SRS were the best you could get. They talked the XFL, a terrible decision. 
and maybe we'll talk about penis incisions. Daniel Cormier spoke out. He didn't like the young bucks. All this was on Fightful, and it sure didn't suck. No need to concern. It's not a political show, unlike Billy Gunn, who somehow both sucks and he blows. A women's Royal Rumble. That's kind of cool. Until Mother Goose Stephanie starts acting a fool. 205 Live is out on the road. Visit Fightful so SRS can get a speedboat. Hopefully on Christmas, <laughs> you get many toys. But now it's time for the list in your boy. 